0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Well, here we are. It's Friday morning, and it's the last Friday in May, and we've seen a Minneapolis precinct burn down. We've seen a CNN reporter arrested and then put back on live television after. We've seen a Trump tweet become glorifying violence. We've seen all of this stuff. And I usually try to have an upbeat message here. Um but I have to admit on keeping it real with Alex Garrett, I woke up rattled this morning. I just I could not turn away from the T V screen late into the night and watching this horror and, and the bird. Like it just you you see this in movies. You don't see this on regular television. You see this in sci-fi films. You don't see this on WCCO in Minnesota television. And I don't like the way Mayor Frey has been handling this. I think he botched it up, and obviously so. I mean, you've lost a precinct now. You've lost... A place where I'm sure generations of police officers had their grandfathers, their fathers um, serve in that precinct, and it's gone. But I think in a way, Frey is right in that brick and mortar isn't as important in life as life. Life has become so fragile. We've seen it in this virus. We've seen it. Over time. We've seen it in the death. And and I still say. The murder of. George Floyd. By the way. Back up for a second. So I was sharing this around yesterday. I want to see if I could play it for you through my microphone. I shared it to Ed Delgado. I um. Shared it to others. If President Trump had said this. This is Michael Freeman of the Hennepin County. He's the attorney. If if Trump had said something like this. This was bo- posted by Jesse A. Sweeney, by the way. Uh, if he had said, if President Trump had said anything like this, Freeman said. I mean, if if President Trump said that, that there's no evidence against this cop, no other evidence, the, the, the nation, not just Minneapolis, would literally explode. So why are we having talking heads out there saying things that will definitely light up a tinderbox and keep the tinderbox lit and keep the tinderbox building up? Why, why would Frey allow that attorney to go on there and say that? I I think that led to a um, led to this more. I think the lack of police presence there at all obviously led to this. But I think this entire thing has been a buildup. It's been a buildup before the kneeling on the on the neck of George Floyd. It's been a buildup. We saw glimpses of this in Ferguson. We saw glimpses of this uh, other times. But this has been a buildup because for years, no one has truly wanted to divi- to bridge the gap. No one has wanted to truly say, okay, we can all work together in combating instances of police brutality and actually telling communities there are good people in the police departments. I I never really hear that. I never really hear that. All I hear is, you know, twenty fourteen, I think, when Ferguson really happened. I heard DeBlodge say we have to train people. We have to we have to make sure they're not afraid of the cops. I mean the first thing is people have been instilled to be fearful of law enforcement. And so when these incidents happen, the fear is exacerbated. The anger is exacerbated. We've got leaders that seem a bit weak. On this whole thing. We've got. Others saying things. That shouldn't even be. We've got. Oh man. There's so much. So much you could talk about. I mean we've got. um, We've got Ali. Velshi. Velshi on MSNBC. Downplaying this whole disaster yesterday? I mean, did you hear this? This was um this is literally unbelievable if you ask me. I I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a mostly a protest. Uh it is not uh it is not generally speaking unruly, but fires have been started and Okay. At least it is not uh, fires have been but but it is unruly. It's not just a pro, it's it's just a protest. You can see the burning behind me, and and it's like the naked gun. There's nothing to see here. Please disperse. That actually is is sort of comic relief, but it's also dangerous that they would downplay that for the average listener, a watcher who probably is like, what is he talking about? What is Ali talking about when there are flames shooting up, fireworks shooting up in Minneapolis? But I want to give you some hope today. And I miss Radio Hope right now. But I wanna give you I wanna give you some thoughts from a New York City perspective. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago I had been hemming and hawing and clamping down on De Blasio saying, Why are you talking about enforcement? You shouldn't be talking about enforcement. Why are we putting more cops out there? Why are you all of a sudden in love with the cops when you can find it best to control us through the NYPD. Well, he backed off on that, and I don't know if he's going to crack down this weekend. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I do know that the tinderbox that New York City could have been, if you remember, in the, what do you say, medium stages or What in, in in the medium stages or in the beginning stages of this pandemic and this quarantine and lockdown, you started seeing videos of beatdowns, uh, unfortunately at the hands of NYPD cops who were trying to wrestle unruly social distancers. I mean, uh, who were in social distancing. Uh, I mean, this is how wild it was getting, even when the masks were a debate too. and and people didn't want to wear the mask, and remember de Blasio said, you have to wear the mask, and we're going to enforce that. But him backing that off, actually, and simply creating uh, social distancing ambassadors seemed to have really stemmed a tide there. Because as the videos mounted, as he was getting called out by Jamani Williams and others for why is he putting out more cops on the streets, and they, you know, obviously Johnny Williams, the public advocate, and others are are distrustful of the cops to begin with. But in this time, we should all say, well, how come de Blasio is all of a sudden in love with the cops when for four, four or five years he's kind of said nothing but we have to fear them, we have to in, – in, in paraphrasing, he said certain things like that. But here in New York, here in New York, we could have had a terrible situation like we saw in Minneapolis. We may not have gotten to the level that we're seeing now, but we're already a a hot spot a powder keg ready to burst at any time because of 8 million people here. But that hasn't happened here. And that is just. That's a gift from God. And that's also. Rather. Good. Foresight for. De Blasio to. Remove any kind of. Friction that there could be. During a time where already people are locked in during a time where already people are pent up and nervous and agitated. And now we all have to put our put our praise prayers, and hopes that Minneapolis can recover from this. It could be that Gov- that mayor fray Fry has wanted to truly um <laughs> excuse me he's wanted to truly free those cops, but also I think he was just not wanting to cause more unrest, but I think if they had a police presence there, maybe it would have defrayed the situation. I don't know. My question is, though, is why wasn't anybody there? Why was it that these Anarchists can burn down buildings, autos on target. And yet one CNN reporter, Omar Jimenez, can be arrested. The, the, who happens to be a news source, by the way? The one person that we've seen really be arrested in this whole thing wasn't the cop, but it was an innocent reporter doing his job. What is that about, America? America? What is that about when the only person arrested for doing uh, arrested is a CNN reporter doing their job on the scene? We have not seen an arrest for the cop. We have not seen any arrest for the anarchy. Yet one CNN reporter, one media person. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Now, he's back on the street. He did a report just a little while ago on CNN. But is this a, is this is this real life? That these anarchists can burn down the third precinct? That this guy can kneel knee a, a a a a man in custody to death? And yet the only arrest we've had right now is a media person, a media reporter. What does that tell us about about an extremely policed state. First of all, we all should also be fearful when you see them rolling out the tanks and the and the SWAT teams and the riot gear. I mean, that's just un that. When I saw that in Ferguson, I was like, "What is this?" So we don't want a militarized police state. I just think it's incredible that the night after rioting and the burning and there's still smoke and, just, whew, and 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 plumes of smoke in Minneapolis this morning that the only person arrested for this for doing his job is Omar Jimenez of CNN. One guy not the anarchists. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. So, really, are we Minneapolis strong right now? Is protesting like this? Look at this—they're towing burnt cars out of this. The third precinct. Oh my gosh, this is wild to watch. Are they? Are they? Um, are they? Are we Minneapolis strong right now? When we see cities also burning their own places, like Kentucky, Ohio, telling Ed Delgado, Caramel Conservative, that Los Angeles had its own rights. I mean I mean this is this is this is grotesque. We aren't Minneapolis strong right now. In fact, I think we're anything but Minneapolis strong if the people in Minneapolis aren't even mourning the death of George Floyd properly. To be strong is to not burn down precincts. To be strong is to truly come together in in something other than what we've been seeing. In, in a better way. I mean... I always thought blocking the streets was not as productive either, but you know what? If, it, if if there's an alternative between blocking streets and burning down buildings and maybe risking people's lives and definitely risking people's lives, I would say march on the streets all you want because I, I would like that kind of protest compared to what we've seen in Minneapolis. Oh man, it's just it's 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 sometimes in this uh, coverage tough to put words together because you just can't believe what you have to say what what you what you have to report on and podcast about because normally our podcast should be upbeat and uplifting and uh, insightful into our own lives, but when it <laughs> When your own life is kind of rattled by this whole thing. Yeah, it's it's worth talking. It's worth having a conversation about. Would this have happened if we weren't in quarantine? Probably not to this extent. But I definitely this pandemic has truly shown its ugly colors now. And (laughs) the way we've had to be locked in is sort of rearing its ugly head. So on video, a guy in New York City throwing a garbage can on a police officer. That's not being Minneapolis strong. Minneapolis strong would actually be what we've been, which is united. After tragedy. We literally have been united. We, we we were, for most of this time, united in staying inside. We were united in being there for one another. We were united in support of the frontline workers. In support of the first responders, actually, too. Those who may not be able to go home to their Loved ones, because they might be on a COVID floor dealing with that. Dealing with the pandemic. Still be safe out there. There's still cases, you know, we, we, we cannot let us forget that, too. During this whole craziness. And during something like this. When the whole country is outraged and united in that outrage, we don't normally burn down buildings. We normally actually attend church on Sundays. We normally actually get through things together, attend vigils. We don't necessarily burn down buildings. That's not being strong. Burning down precincts, that's not being strong. causing the police to even evacuate. Which is which is weird because c- the police should be right on the front line against this, right? Now, we've got Frey saying, "No, we're going to evacuate them so they're safe." When is anybody uh, put on the uniform just to be safe? What is Frey doing with that? It just hit me. What is Frey doing with that? Mayor Frey of of Minneapolis to be safe. That's why nothing has been arrested. No one has been arrested that were the building burners or the cop himself, but this one CNN reporter. Because we want people safe. We want people made sure that they're okay in their own home like this cop is still. The people are outside his house. And I think he's in there. They haven't been delivering to him because when they found out who he was... They denied him the delivery. This is crazy, but it's true. Kind of an interesting form of activism. Three times delivery guys went in there. And didn't want to deliver to him when they found out who he was. And so, is is Jacob Frey, I think that's the name of the mayor, Jacob Frey, Minneapolis strong if he wants to make sure life is preserved I mean great cops that protect their city don't care if they die in the line of duty but I think Frey cared that maybe there could be more issues I think Frey cared that he would be interfering with the protests I don't think he thought it would get that bad but I think he thought we shouldn't interfere with that we should back off Can you imagine a police officer saying, I I don't want to be part of this. I'm going to run away from this. So while life is fragile and while maybe everybody, well, I don't think the police are, but while Frey may have seen (laughs) the inevitable of the burning down. I think it was important to still have a presence there and they and they just were not there until hours later. National Guard comes in. I was thinking they were coming, like pretty quickly. I guess they came in uh, a couple hours after the burning. But, but yes, what police officer wakes up in the morning and says, "I um, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to the line of fire. They can burn down the precinct." That's not a police department call. That is a mayor call. That is a that is the mayor of Minneapolis's fault. He was not Minneapolis strong in that. He could be protecting life. But I thought the idea of preserving law and order was also part of protecting life. I thought by going in there and trying to stop the damage as much as you can is preserving law and order as much as you can. But he didn't want it that way. he didn't see it that way and I think that's that's just a shame too and now we've got we've got a mess to deal with today in Minnesota. We've probably got messes to deal with in new york uh with continued protests. This isn't over, and by the way, I really hope Radio hope had some hope at nine a m Eastern Mike Myers, I miss you, bud. And uh and I'm just I'm just amazed. Amazed this morning. When I wake up and see one singular guy, <laughs> a reporter, a media person I don't care if they're from Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC, Twitter, um uh CNBC. Uh, heck, I don't even care if it was Rachel Maddow on the scene. That's one person who was arrested for just doing reporting, doing their job. You're telling me you have time to arrest them, but you have time also to Um, you have time also to let this cop sit in his house and not arrest him. You have time to tell people there may not be uh, evidence to arrest him when we all know that some charges should be brought. And then, of course, you have time to let the anarchist burn down Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, And and the Timberwolves assistant uh coach was on uh Minnesota Timberwolves assistant coach was on CBS today. They said, Yeah, we're really unified together, you know, despite the little burndowns that you're seeing. I mean he really minimized the fact that all these burnouts burn burnouts were happening. Which was kinda weird. And I was kinda trying to find the, the Ones united in prayer, united in vigil, united in just peace. I'm not seeing the ones in Minneapolis. I'm not seeing the ones in Ohio, in Kentucky, in New York City united in peace. No one seems to be peacefully united against this killing. They all want to burn things down and throw, cops, uh, throw garbage cans at cops. That's what I'm seeing. I don't know. Is there something the media isn't showing us? Are there prayer vigils going on that the media isn't showing us? I have to wonder, because if they're not, if they're not showing us that, then that's a just, um, that's a fault on the media themselves. And I do miss you, Mike Myers, but I didn't tear from you this morning. <laughs> um, I'm just—I'm uh, actually going to research this now because now I'm wondering: has been has there been any peaceful vigils? That the media is not showing us. Has there any been peaceful solidarity in the morning of the loss of George Floyd? And if so, I'm going to tell you uh, where you can go if you truly want to honor George Floyd's life and not be part of the anarchy, which, you know, may seem cool, but it's not going to help anybody. Uh... Because, um, because see, there are, um, there were vigils. There's going to be a White Plains vigil in Westchester today to mourn the death of, uh, George Floyd. And that's good in in Westchester today. So if there are photos of vigils. Why aren't those being captured too? Hmm. Why aren't those uh, captured too on our TV? Instead we've got Trump's retweet uh, tweets about the looting and the shooting, which doesn't seem very presidential to me to say. But, but if we're showing all this, CNN, Fox News, all of you, where then are the photos of the vigils? Where then are the photos of the peaceful ones? It may be away from the precincts, away from the, mid part of the 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 city the downtown area as the timberwolves coach was talking about i mean that's true you didn't see target field get burned down you didn't see um you didn't see the target center get burn you didn't see mall of america get burned down which is good that's good news just the outer borough auto zone the businesses the small businesses auto zone target the local Business is burned down. That's horrible. And we only saw that part. So if you don't mind, if you don't mind media, as much as I disagree with getting a reporter arrested, that's just uh, w- when you don't find time to arrest anybody else yet you find time to arrest him, Omar Jimenez. Are you kidding me? Show those in downtown Minneapolis who are who are staying strong and staying vigilant and staying peaceful, rather peaceful in their morning. Somehow, our video camera, and our TV cameras, just want to wander around. You know, like we'll we'll just shoot this fire here and this fire there and get that picture. You know, if you watch that, you're you're kind of scarred this morning. It kind of gives you a sense of. Where's the hope, Minneapolis? Where's the Minneapolis strong? Oh, they're in downtown where nobody's putting cameras on them. Well, they should be putting cameras on them. You know why? Because those are the people (laughs) who are respectfully, respectfully honoring the life of this killed man. And by the way, you can listen to Radio Hope at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central Time. Mike Myers, I know you were ready at 7 Central, and I kind of dropped the ball on that. But you know what? We'll do it again tomorrow. I will send you a link up and early, up and at them, for you. I'm just very, uh, I'm very confused. Because... I'm here doing a podcast in my nice home in Queens. So why am I so rattled about this? (laughs) You know, people are kind of going along their daily lives and especially in New York, if you're on the front lines, you're still going to to work. You're still doing your thing every day. You're still protecting us through the hospital system that way. If you're a nurse, doctor, frontline responder. We've still got patients to take care of. We've still got numbers to keep down, but I feel i and maybe I'm an empath and I didn't even know it i I feel rattled. I feel the disturbance and the instability in Minnesota. I feel it because I feel like we're going to a down a path where we didn't need to go down. Which was we didn't need to become a nation of anarchy. We could have stopped this a long time ago. Heck, we could have even stopped it today or last night by showing actual downtown Minnesota where the the, 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 the business improving district um, improvement district, I think that is how they call it, is the bid, you know in, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. We could see now St. Paul is recognizing the death and honoring the death of George Floyd. But instead, our cameras were zoomed in on the burning. And that is important too. But if we had just also given people a sign that there were people that were not as insane as anarchists, as violent Doing things in actually the name of God. Doing things. And I I don't. I know Sharpton was at that vigil. And I don't. always I don't align with him at all. And I also know that they had someone singing. In the Minneapolis City Hall. Amazing Grace. She was great. Then she said she was a sort of a mentor, a a protege of Reverend Jeremiah Wright who said, God damn America? That's who is in our Minneapolis City Hall? Seriously? What is that about? You have to catch that. That, You have to Google that up. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Now, she did a great singing of Amazing Grace, and I'm sure she has faith strong, but I'm not sure... If Jeremiah Wright is the right name drop. In this kind of situation. Very. Very bizarre. So where are. Those. People who are mourning. Peacefully. So that. Those who want to burn down can say. Uh, can see. Actual. Coverage. That is more calming. That is More. The way we should be honoring this man's life. Now, you say, well, he's in police custody. How, How good of a life he could be? I just know that he has a family. They've been talking a lot. And he was wrongfully killed. And yet today, the best we could do... (laughs) The best arrest we could do is a CNN singular reporter. A singular CNN reporter. (laughs) That's the best we could do. Yeah, um, unbelievable. I think it is. I I hope today is better. I hope that maybe we start shooting the camera at... um, uh, showing, sh- pointing the camera at those that are really um, peacefully in solidarity with those mourning across the country. So that those who want to be anarchists, again today, can have a better lesson. And you know what? As horrible as I think it was to stand down against and, and to not preserve law and order, I do thank God that, and I thank, I thank Mayor Frey, for still preserving the life of these police officers at 3rd Precinct. Because maybe today is a day we can preserve law and order. And maybe today we don't back down from it, but approach it headstrong. Because as I say, a a man or a woman in uniform does not wake up and say, I don't want to do this today. I mean, they may, you know. Because everybody has days. But they do it anyway. They go and protect their city. The men and women of the NYPD protect our city daily. And now they're getting garbage cans thrown at them. And again... It's going to be a situation where the mayor is kind of going to be relaxed about this. Or maybe not. I don't know how it's going to go. And I hope de Blasio does the right move for us here in New York. I think he will. But uh, I don't know. He's, he's messed up so much during this in and of itself and during his time here. I don't know. But if he just had that common sense... To preserve law and order now and put the cops back out there during the protest, which I did see. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. But let's not focus on the outer boroughs of these cities where the anarchy's happening. Let's focus. On where the real conversations, the real change, the real discussions could be happening. Cause the only thing that can get us better through this is when we see people talking about it and repairing and healing. Anarchy just inspires more anarchy. And I'm not standing for that. Here on Keeper with Alex Garrett, Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC, I-N-N-Y-C, and Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T-21 at Yahoo.com. Mike Myers, 9 a.m. Eastern. We'll have him on tomorrow for sure, and I I really hope so, and I really want to get his thoughts on everything because um if there was ever a time where we needed uplifting messages, it'd be right here, right now. Have a great morning, and we'll talk to you soon. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?